Do the trashy pulp novels of the world have anything to offer? Are bestsellers all they're hyped up to be? The Terrible Book Club explores whether or not you really can judge a book by its cover or its ridiculous synopsis. If you've ever seen a book and thought, ugh, who's reading this? We probably are. Chris, and this is Paris. Hey. And this time we read Woman Worship by Dean Jean-Pierre, a steamy book for a steamy evening. It's real hot. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chris and I are both racing against the clock to record this episode because we had to shut our air conditioners off. <laughs> so... We're suffering for you. Yeah, it, we're suffering. We're suffering. weather. It, well, I think the sun has gone down. Yeah, it might be 90 now. It was... But the height of the day was, what, like, 98 today? It's been, like, 100 degrees this whole week. It's been terrible. Oh, there are also fireworks going off because it's July 5th. Because people can't stop fucking doing fireworks after July 4th in America. It's just it's just a month of fireworks. Nope. Just yep. never ending. Anyway, uh, how about books? How about yeah. this? Yeah, this so... is a little different. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. Read, we, we read a poetry. Yeah, so we decided to uh, read a book of poems this time because we've never done never done any poems. So uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully this is fun. Um, it was horrible for us. Uh, I hate this. This was terrible. I just had to force myself through the latter half of this in one sitting, and it was fucking unbearable. It was so unbearable. I ate like half a fucking pint of ice cream while I was reading <laughs> it because I was like, I need something to dull this pain. Ah, oh, yes, ice cream. Uh, so, my, my uh, oldest you know friend. How, so, so you know how we're kind of prudish about uh, romantic content in books, of course. So we decided, why not just find the book that turns that all the way up to 11? <laughs> Luckily, it's not too explicitly sexual. No, he saves um, that for his other book, uh, Pussy Whisper. And his, <laughs> and his, I'm not joking, he has a book called Pussy Whisper. Was is, Pussy Whisper, just singular, not whispers. Is, is, is it the pussy that's whispering, or is he like the whisperer <laughs> I, into the pussy? So I think he meant, I think he meant it uh, in the latter way, like, oh, I, I'm the fucking pussy whisperer, but it's just pussy <laughs> whispers, or it just si kind of sounds like a pussy fart. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's just a real unsexy title. Um, speaking of unsexy titles, at the end of this book of poems, uh, Dean Jean-Pierre leaves us uh, a little snippet of his erotic short story entitled Moist. No, nothing gets me going like the word moist, right, Chris? <laughs> Jesus. It's just like... Has the, this man it, ever had sex? Has he ever, like, oh, God, I don't understand. It sounds like he, he's trying to convince everyone that he sure has. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> the word moist is also that one word everyone uses to grossly describe erotic stuff. Right, It's like right. a cliche for, like, the bad word to use in erotica. So you, why would you name your whole fucking book that? He loves it. Uh. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. So anyway, this how man. about you know this this thing like 
I think it, it, it. We might just need to read some of these poems. Oh yeah, I'll fucking I'll fucking take one for the team. What what what, Are, what am I reading, Chris? Uh, I don't know. You, you what what's in front of you right now? Because they're uh, all basically the same. There was okay. They're, yeah yeah. You ready? You ready to hear over, the same? Like, you ready to hear the all, same poem four times? Like the, the same four. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't. The same four poems, like 90 times, is really what I was trying to say there. They're also all dated at the end, and they're all written over like a decade or something, but Dude. I see no improvement. Dude. There is no change in style. Nothing yeah. is different. Yeah, so, so all right, I just want you all to fucking know that I put extra effort into this shit. I took down every single date and title and categorized them by year and put them in chronological order and tried to read them in that order to see if I could develop a pattern, figure out what the fuck was going on in this guy's life when he was writing this shit. Guess what? There's nothing. It's just like life. Nothing matters. There's no pattern. And it sucks. (laughs) Do you think maybe he just added the date zone at the end to make it seem like he wrote it over time? No, I think I, I found your note in the fucking kindle doc and i think you figured it out i think you figured out the mystery because why else would these poems have dates and times they are time stamped each one is time stamped it's so strange but chris do you remember the note you made i made a lot of notes all right right. well chris made a note saying and this is where we find out that all of these are actually just facebook rants that he structured as poems and i think that reveals why they're dated and timestamped because they might have been just like oh he just took the status like social update. media statuses uh, yeah or something like that oh you might be right because they're all very first drafty too like i don't see any no. editing and that's the weirdest in any thing. of this so the earliest one is from 1996 and the newest one is from like 2010 I mean, that's and there's, a long there's, time. Once again, there's no change in no, style, mm-mm. no clear, like, he has not bettered himself at his craft well, that, whatsoever. That, not only is there no improvement and no discernible, like, style or style shifts, there's no theme other than, I think, this one collection of poems, I will call it a book. This book has the word love so many times, I it has to break a fucking record. But, like, I couldn't sit here and count them all. There's, like, some headers where it's, like, it's not really poems. You're just, like, the text, the font is bigger for some reason. Oh, yeah. There's this weird formatting problem in this this book. I think those are headers of sections, like, because one of them is just essays. And he's, like, this is a bunch of essays I wrote instead of poems, which are definitely all taken from, like, a blog post or something. But if you noticed, the one, the first header up front is love. And there's, like, a little spiel over there. And then at the end of the book, there's another header called love. And yep. there's a different <laughs> spiel under it. Yeah, honestly, he was recycling some of the same phrases and, and like, sent, well, not sent, lines, I guess you would say, for poems, um, in, in different poems. And it was just... Yeah, it's like hearing the same four poems over and over again over 300 fucking pages of misery. Like, yeah, this guy just, it's like he just, like you said, it's like he just took all of these rough drafts and it's like he wrote it down, never thought about it ever again, and then just published it. So let's read some of these. I got one queued up and ready. I don't know if are, you do. Uh, yeah, which one are you doing? I, I have Her Beautiful Mind. Okay, I'm going to read at least once when you're done with that. Okay, Her Beautiful Mind. The way to her heart is through her mind. Stimulate her with words and their beauty. Open her heart to all of life's possibilities. She will be intoxicated with passion and anticipation. Of the beautiful Rembrandt your words have painted. 
touch her mind with the same fervency that you do her body. Make love to her thoughts as intensely as you kiss the words from her lips. Hold her by her dreams. Give her wings to fly. Oh Taste the Chris, sweetness of wait. her beautiful... I'm not done. <laughs> Taste the sweetness of her beautiful mind. When night falls in a sleeping world, take ownership of her body and fly with her even higher to that <laughs> sacred place where ecstasy and passion awaits your entrance. 628, 2007, 10, 58 PM. Um, so it's... Alright, so while you were reading that, it sounded like you were just standing at a Target in like the furnishing section and just reading things and when like turning around in a circle like he holds her by her dreams that's give like her a wings sign to that fly, some girl Paris. would have in her fucking room or something give her wings to fly give her wings to fly that's also with, with some stupid shit that would be printed on something in target for some idiot to buy yeah All imagine just like a, a book of that <laughs> that it's vaguely pointed at like oh i'm so respectful and loving of women not of just their body though you guys you have to love her mind too Dude, live, laugh, love, but written by a dude about women and in book form. That is what this is. It's so fucking bad. Um, I'm going to read at least once. That one. There. Oh, hang on. I just got to bring it up. There's a lot of like. So the themes of the poems are basically like, I like women so much. You need to respect them. There are some which is like, oh, a woman ha is writing from her perspective about being wronged by yeah. some former lover and oh you should not judge all other men by this former lover keep your heart open like a window did you know open hearts are open like doors and windows a lot paris yeah they're also lucid and full of water uh apparently <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know like the shit that this guy says uh all right so this is one of the ones that made me fucking almost choke on ice cream earlier <clears throat> at least once at least once in this life you're deserving of being touched you are worthy of being loved as if you are the last woman on earth. <laughs> you know, just default. Just That's really desperately. And you yeah. deserve uh, default love. Yeah. When he touches you, your soul should feel as if it's on fire. By the way, all this guy's oh, all, the, all the souls are on fire in this whole book. <laughs> your, your heart should begin to beat even faster. Your thoughts racing faster than you can think. <laughs> Your thoughts racing faster than you can think. Okay. Everything you imagined, you now believe. Passion so overwhelming that nothing else matters. You are his, he is yours, and the world is your captive audience. They have to watch. They <laughs> yeah, have, you have the a, whole this world This is a poem enslaved. about extreme PDA. Yeah, like this, this is a poem about exhibitionists who have broadcasting their sex on all channels all the time. Uh, at least once in this life, your body should be ravished and devoured until you can no longer breathe. Another orgasm seems almost impossible. You feel his touch. Oh. You embrace his love. God is watching you smiling. God's watching, too. He's one. also part of the audience. He got roped into this somehow, you, and he's just disgusted the whole You are a one, and passion gives birth once again. Ugh. At least once, you should be someone's queen. Uh, w when's that uh, one dated? Uh, 9, 8, 2010, 8.30 a.m. Okay. Here's another one for you. Oh, some of these, um, they end up having a, th like, some lines end up having kind of a threatening tone. I don't know if you noticed <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I did. You know what's funny is, like, I didn't even think about that, and then you said it, and I was like, oh, fuck, you're totally right. Yeah, so I'm going to read you one where the button on it, the last line here, is a little bit, um... 
uh, alarming, let's say. Oh, okay, what what is uh what's the title of the one you're reading? So this one's more than just a kiss. Okay. <laughs> Even if it is just a kiss we share and nothing else ever happens, I want to feel that I have touched a part of you that no one else has ever known, that no other lover has ever inhabited before. Something that will have more meaning than just the physical aspect of making love. I want a part of you that is solely just for me. A piece of you that will always regard me as special, even if it is just a kiss we share. I want to live inside of you for all eternity. <laughs> oh, fuck. 8230830PM. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's funny because there's another passage where I'm pretty sure he lets it slip that he's a demon. So, like, there's supporting evidence here. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that suggests that he might be some kind of interdimensional space brainwashing parasite yeah. called love that seeps inside of you and turns your brain into love mush. <laughs> Excuse me. Like a, like a brain slug from Futurama. Exactly, but... Um, he's also the captain of redundancy. In fact, I made notes throughout where it was like, Captain Redundancy, here, reporting for duty. Because he, he has lines like, leaving your physical being left for dead. Okay, leaving and left. You don't, you don't need both of those in there. It's not... Yeah, like, none of these are very poetic, I, I think is the other thing that kind of there, kills there, me. They're there's just, no, they're like, just, metaphor no. or... It's literally target... Like cards, like yeah. <laughs> greeting cards. No, very. I, oh, yeah, it's real bad. Uh, I mean, let's just here's just like I'll just read the titles that I'm scrolling through. Oh here, yeah, I have a whole list. And you can you can tell me like how if you get the general here. Here's some titles: The Good Woman, Finally, Secrets, Reflections, To Touch, Picture of You, Let Me, Still. Touched, a, so a safe place to fall, if I had. Oh, I remember if I had, because this is basically, this sounds like a shitty R&B song to me. Oh, really? Do you want to read that one before I do? I'm going to do body image, FYI. Oh, body image is really good. <laughs> if I had but one life to live, if I had but one time to love, if I had but one kiss to give, yeah. I would give them all to you. Woo. A life lived without you. Without a you. heart untouched by your love. By Lips love. untouched by your kisses. Kiss. That is a life I can live without. Live the without end. <laughs> oh, God. All right. We didn't plan that. That was, that was just yeah. uh, pure freestyling. Um. All right, body, body images. We're just reading these at the hell. They're amazing. I mean, they're so fucking bad. All right, body image. <clears throat> I can't. <laughs> Collect yourself, Paris. Let's Woo. come on. Woo. Okay, I can do this. Oh, just go somewhere else in your mind. Just go somewhere else in your mind. When you look at my body, you will see all of my imperfections. It is just a consequence of getting older. It is also a beautiful reminder of the children we made. Every beauty scar was worth the pain. When you look at my heart and feel all my love, I hope you will look beyond just the physical. 
My body is just a shell for the woman that I am. It is just a house. Open the door and you will find the real beauty is waiting inside for you to come and touch it. As passionately as you would my naked body when we make love, my breasts might fall a little lower now. They are just as sweet as they always were. Like Ugh. wine, when it ages, it just gets a little bit better. It just gets a little bit sweeter. My waist might be a little wider now. It is easier access for you to go deeper now. Oh. To intensify <laughs> pleasure making love. <laughs> My weight has always been an issue for me. Sitting naked in front of a mirror used to make me cringe. I know it was embarrassing for you sometimes. Imagine how it makes me feel as your wife to know when the man I love with all my heart is embarrassed to hold my hands on a walk. Even with all this disrespect you have shown, I will hold my head up high. Walk with pride in my step because every day you cannot love me the way I deserve is another day to love myself even more. What does that last part mean? What does that last part mean, Paris? Um, every day that he cannot love her the way that she deserves is another opportunity for her to love herself even more. Okay, all right. That, yeah, uh, it, it doesn't seem coherent, but it actually is. Um, yeah. So though my waist might be a little wider now, it is easier access for you to go deeper now. I I couldn't stop laughing for like ten minutes. Um, yeah, that, it was, that it was got insane. me pretty good too. <laughs> like, what? I d why does he think that like having a thicker waist makes it easier to fuck some? Like, like I mean, I I get I like think, trying like, to say her like hips got literally wider so like she could do a better like split kind like you know no no that's not, women women don't grow larger hips over time like <laughs> you you develop through puberty and like you might get more. Uh, you know, like more padding, let's say, from fat around your hips, but like your physical, like the skeletal and muscular structure underneath isn't gonna like get bigger and make it easier for you to fuck them. Like I, I, yeah, that was. I mean, according confusing. to Doctor Dean Jean Pierre, I, that, that's uh, not what's happening. I think. Good fucking god, yeah. These are. I, I think I'm gonna do maybe one more. Oh, and so almost all the book is poems, and then there's this section at the end that I almost couldn't get through because it's just. It's just like these long ranting passages. It's like what the they're poems essays, usually Paris. are. Oh yeah, that's true. They're essays. They're, they're essays, me. Paris. Which means blog posts that he copied from his website because he even just uh, drops a uh, line that's like, I know you people reading this on DeanJohnPierre.com, so yes. he clearly just copy-pasted blog posts he made. Uh, so there, I, I actually highlighted some pretty good lines from these essays. Um, one is, the me of me will not compromise my integrity. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that me right. of me, not the you of me yeah. or the you of you. Oh, did you love spirit, soul, soul, spirit, mind, body, soul, spirit, heart, mind, mind spirit, heart? soul? I don't know what this is, but he like let, here's a passage where he uses it. Um, love in all its imagined and real beauty can only take hold of your heart, mind, spirit, soul. One word. When you allow yourself to find peace, I don't. Did he just not decide what word he wanted there and didn't proofread it? Dude, I he didn't proofread any of this shit. It like we said, it it's all just very like rough draft. I mean, and there's another there's another one. He's like, how many times during the day have you looked around and whispered to your heart, "This isn't my life," and silence is your only answer? Oh, I don't know, never. That's kind of weird. Um, well, you know, you're secure in your life, I guess, Paris. Maybe Dijon Pierre has realized he shouldn't be writing this poetry. I, this isn't the life that he wanted. I mean, he's been he's been writing erotica. Um, there's a, so we need to tell everyone there are actually three volumes. Of, yeah, of somehow these poems. there's there's two more volumes of this of equal length. Ugh. I don't know. Uh, did he just rearrange them all? I bet he just rearranged oh, them. Fuck, you're right. We should we should have bought them all, but I didn't want to spend that much money on them for the show. 
I, I'm mad that we even had to give money to the last couple of authors. I'm so mad about that. Yeah. Some, some well, of the shit is hard to get for free from a library or like uh, from, you know, from a used book because the people didn't buy them that you know they bought, bought them on kindle you don't you can't find used kindle books you know it's it's kind of hard um uh while we're on the essays here i want to read you uh, my favorite paragraph from my favorite <laughs> okay. essay oh good um oh, good. beauty of her which is very focused once again on dmg on pierre saying that hey wait, you, you just, can't just you like just a woman wait was you that? Just, didn't you just read a poem that was called beauty of her uh i don't think so no oh okay uh it was probably anyway. something slightly different like a beautiful woman or, or her beauty or her pr- yeah yeah or of her beauty or something yeah so this is a whole paragraph here but it has two of my favorite phrases in in the entire oh, book. oh i think i can guess i think um, i made the same notes <laughs> <laughs> there there's another phrase later in the book that's even better but um this is a, an essay about again you should be loving your woman not just because she has boobs and a butt Paris, did you know that? You should also be loving her because she's a person with a mind. Wow, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me Here, let me drop this wisdom on you uh, from all right, all uh, right. Dr. Dean. If you only see your woman's true beauty in the physical light, then you're only allowing yourself to be privy to half the woman that she is, and you are cheating yourself from knowing all the other wondrous qualities that she possesses. Her beauty resides far beyond just her physical being and cannot be found only in the sanctuary between her ebony legs, the weight of her beautiful breasts, the sweetness of her kisses, and the seductive moans that escape her lips when she is enraptured with passion. After her physical being has been pleasured multiple times and the name of God and his son spills from her lips like the sweet inebriation of wine. (laughs) When she lays quiet in your arms. I missed that. And splendid in her naked beauty, speak eloquently to her mind as you just did to her body. Get ready, Paris, here it comes. Her mind needs to be fed with equal passion because an unfed mind will lead to a restless heart. A restless heart and a wandering mind is the devil's playground. Caress your woman's mind with gentle strokes that will make her thoughts wet. What? And moan in blissful appreciation of your ability to seduce her thoughts. Get those thoughts real wet, Paris. What? What, You want those soaked thoughts. Oh, yeah, just dripping wet thoughts. Terrible book club, soaked thoughts. (laughs) Soaked thoughts. When she is away from you uh, physically and away from your touch, the passion of your words will keep her inflamed until you uh, can once again consume and devour uh, her body. Oh my god, he is devour- a demon! He's a demon! Okay, yeah. I have a theory that he is an intersex demon, and I'm really glad that you have found more supporting evidence for my theory. Continue. Wait, hold on. Companionship, close- companionship, closeness doesn't have to be relegated to only physical intimacy. You can devour her mind as well. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but here here we go. The deeper connection is that of the cerebral, the M spot minds, <laughs> unlike her body, needs more that? than just physical penetration to be incited, but the rewards for stimulating its deepest secrets desires is a woman who can become physically and mentally aroused at the thought of you. It's like being a superhero without the cape. Okay, he's an intersex demon. I mean, <laughs> I've, I've believed this fervently since I was about 60% of the way through the book. So his his target is your M spot. So guard it closely. Yeah, what is the M spot? It says, well, actually, the way it's printed, it says the and then a capital M parentheses with mind in it and then spot capital S. So the M mind spot. The mind spot. Yeah, I I guess he was trying to say, like, instead of the G spot, her mind. But he was like trying to G spot. The the M spot also sounds like. Some kind of like mid-afternoon PBS public television, like <laughs> yeah. 
the okay. science and arts providing. <laughs> okay, so, all right, so he's an intersex demon, and I say this because so many of these poems, you can't really tell who the speaker is until all of a sudden you get a hint that it might be a woman or it might be a man. In some of them, he actually refers to, uh, I, or I'll say himself, but the speaker refers to themselves as both a woman and a man. And I don't, I think that instead of, instead of some kind of, you know, lack of, uh, attention to detail i think he slipped up i think he's trying to sneak yep. he's trying to sneak this in he is he is a demon of of he is a male and female demon he's got he's got everything he's all he's there. looking for your uh, m spot so, he's gonna yeah. devour your mind and your body yep. and become <laughs> one by living inside of you for eternity all right and i have another one i have another poem to back this up okay yeah all right. so tbc conspiracy <laughs> okay. theories all now. right this one's called sacred trust okay good even if we have never spoken, I have kissed your lips a thousand times, as if we're long-lost lovers. <laughs> Felt your breath filled with passion against my skin. Looked into your eyes and saw your pain. So many times I just wanted to call out your name, to feel you coming to life on my lips, even if you don't know I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want you to know. What I is that your... <laughs> besides he's an immortal demon? Yeah, Please I know. Us. I know. I have your best interest at heart. I am sure you have heard those words many times before. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I will not devour your M spot. I mean. I am sure you have heard those words many times before. This time will be your last. <laughs> This is in the poem. I am not at living. I will yeah. be patient and do what is needed to gain your trust. Once oh. I have it, like love, it will be treated as something sacred. Trust is as fragile as love. Once it is broken, it never fully heals. There are always loose fragments unseen by the eyes, but felt by the heart. Maybe my love can never fully heal what was so callously taken. But when you allow yourself to love again, I will love and respect you with my heart and soul. In time, <laughs> what was stolen can be found again, and we rebuild the sacred circle of love and trust. Why did he turn into, like, a mischievous goblin at the end? Because there? I'm a demon. Because he's oh, okay. a fucking demon. All right. All right. Well, my biggest... All right. All right. My biggest evidence for him being a demon. <laughs> collected it. Uh, yeah, no. No, dude. It just came to me when I was in, during, in the fucking grind on the last half of this fucking bullshit. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling You're, you. It's a demon. Strings up on the walls, all the poems, like, connecting to each other until you find the truth. <laughs> yes. Dude, there is... There is a line. All right, I'm going to read Life's Breath. This is, all right, this is not the biggest piece of evidence, but this is another one. All right, Life's Breath. <laughs> she falls asleep. Sometimes even between breaths, her lips part slightly open. Her warm breath dances with mine. I breathe her into my soul. <laughs> 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 okay. I breathe her into my soul. Allowing her passage into the most sacred place, my heart. All right, he's breathing her into his soul. That I mean, my, my, it, uh, like, my third gorbulax. I mean, yeah, my yeah. my heart. Yes, that's right. Fuck. I. Uh, all right. <laughs> I. Fuck. I can't find like goddamn. Damn it. Here's another. All right. First one? first line in in, in uh, things I want for you. Now I'm just hunting for more evidence, Paris. Uh, oh, dude, it's everywhere. I want for it's you. everywhere. It's everywhere. <laughs> fucking de demons can't melt. Fucking steel hearts. I don't know. Um, <laughs> demons can't. Get steel boners. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Things I want for you. I want to slip inside of you oh, quiet like no. the night. No, don't 
do that. Don't do that. Fill you up like sunshine filling a darkened room. I want to make you happy like a baby when she first discovers how to walk. That feeling of complete freedom when I'm inside your skin for the first time. No. <laughs> no! I want to be the man who never lets you down. The one person in your life who you can always depend on. There are things I may never know. Things I may never understand. Like how to communicate with humans. <laughs> about what it is to be a woman but my honest intent is to always have an open mind and be willing to listen even without knowing the answers there are some these are some of the things i want for you 4 106 p.m oh my god chris i am this isn't a joke anymore dean jean pierre is a demon and he is out for women's souls we have to fucking do something Oh, we yeah, we, we gotta stop this man. Like this creature. He's not a man. What am I saying? All right, all right. Here's my um. Here Final here's my here's my biggest evidence. Okay. I will not give up. Tomorrow is another day filled with possibilities that the sun will shine on your face and your smile will return. The weight that breathes darkness into your heart will be lifted. What? What? You will make it. Believe it and it will happen. Live it and it will happen. Failure is not an option in your arsenal of hope, pride, and self-love. Look yourself in the mirror every day and repeat your name three times <laughs> more if you need to. Let the power of your name echo in your soul and reverberate through your consciousness. Chris. Until, Chris. Until you Chris, can feel Chris, the power of who Chris. you are manifesting itself into your everyday life. Paris, Paris, Paris. Paris. <laughs> That's just a Pokemon. There's literally a Pokemon that does that, Paris. So you're uh, just a little insect yeah, creature. Yeah, and isn't it a fucking crab or some shit? It's not even cute. It's not even it, a fucking it's, pigeon or It's like or a, a mushroom fox. bug. Uh, all right. So, yeah, all right. This dude's a fucking demon. But, um, like, all right. So we've, we've been joking around and, like, talking about how bad it is. But, like, it's bad in a lot of other ways, too. You know, not, not just because it's horribly repetitive and shallow, but... It also, it just, it's another one of those things that reinforces, uh, you know, those shitty gender roles and, like, stereotypes about men and women. Women um, are all perfect and beautiful, and there was never a mean one ever, and if you don't no. treat them right, like, they're queens, and there's something wrong with you. Yep. Um, and also, uh, th I want to bring up something else that's, like, really weird about this fucking collection. At the beginning... He he says, oh, this book is dedicated to my aunt. I love my aunt, and this book is dedicated to her. And that just seems like a weird thing. It seems like a weird group of poems to dedicate to yep. your aunt. Just, just saying that. Um, I think perhaps maybe he might come from a culture where an auntie is an older female family friend and not necessarily blood-related, maybe? Some cultures do that. Uh, yeah, he is from... Oh, he's from one of the, one of the Caribbean islands. I... I don't remember. Um, yeah, but... I'm not sure if there are a place that does that. Dude, or not, I, but I it, think it he happens. actually might have even said that in the letter. Like, she wasn't blood related, but she was a friend of the family. Auntie Tallinn was the wife of father's brother. And even though she was a relative through marriage, there's no doubt in my mind she was the mother that I needed as my own parents worked to give us a comfortable home and the necessities of life. So she was a relative through kind of distant marriage. He was her aunt father's brother yeah so well, yeah he yeah. liked her enough to write 300 pages of shitty vaguely erotic poetry yeah um, dedicated to her so the line is the love my auntie talon had for me is the love that i pour into my writing as she lives on in the words that my readers get to enjoy woman worship is my love letter to my auntie talon enjoy 
that's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah, it's super weird. Uh, yep, super weird. Speaking I think. of Caribbean things, I want to read you my favorite uh, poem from the whole thing because it has my favorite phrase in it. Oh, yeah, that one really got you. Uh, it's called Caribbean Sun. As far as my heart knows, you are the only woman on earth. If I could gaze upon your loveliness every day of my life, my eyes would know what my heart confirmed a long time ago. An angel walks among us, untouched by the wily ways of man. A smile as warm as a Caribbean sun, cascading its warmth, soothing my aching body. Stripped of my armor, high noon will be soon. My body shoots through the microwaved ocean water. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the ocean micro? Why is the ocean in a microwave? What's yeah, happening? You know what? Microwave. <laughs> new from Axe Body Spray, the new scent, microwaved ocean water. <laughs> That's what that sounds like to me because every time I want to, every time I'm going to describe the scent of Axe to anyone now, that's it's so spot on. It's microwaved Dude, ocean water. How awful would microwave ocean water smell? <laughs> Yo, it's my health shot. I, I take a shot of ocean water every morning. I put it in the microwave. Get some of that salt back. You know, it's got a, it's got you know, it's got that undertone of exploded snail brains. It's fucking great. <laughs> it's got the plankton you need to start the day. As a fucking demon. <laughs> All right, let me finish it. Clear blue is transparent as my love for you. What? So your love is. Fake and yeah, transparent. Yeah, clear and transparent. Yeah, yeah. Drenched in the warmth that is your love, pouring down all over my body, the salt of the ocean burns my lips. <laughs> Serves to remind me of how I thirst for your kiss. Lower my head into the ocean below, submerged in the ocean blue. You are all that I see. As the waves wash over me, it's like you are here touching me. Feels so good, so blessed to be in love with you. You are my Caribbean sun, shining your warmth all over my body. Six twenty oh one four thirty five p.m. Yikes. <sighs> Microwaved ocean water had me like doubled over on the floor fucking laughing. I'm not kidding. I, like, yeah, I was just because it's the towards one? the end of the book. Oh, I thought it was the waste fucking comment because that one that had one me was, going. That one was pretty bad too, but microwaved <laughs> ocean water just had me rolling. I'm just, yeah, and I mean, and these poems are filled with these like really bizarre attempts at being poetic or romantic. It's just, it just doesn't cut across. All right, and the most the most surprising thing to me about this book is its reception amongst women, apparently. Unless this guy has paid a couple people or, like, asked a couple people for favors, there are many positive reviews of this book. Uh, there's, like, four good reviews on Goodreads, and on Amazon there were quite a few that were like, I read these every day before I get up and go to work, and they make me feel so good, and I'm just like... Oh no, no! Like I just, oh, it just bothers me. Uh, on some level, there's like there's like one essay that's about like self love and getting to like love yourself and like that's yeah, all the that one where matter. you summon your demon form by saying yeah. your name three times yeah. in the mirror. Yeah, that one. But but then the rest of the book is like I'm not complete without my lover. You are the other half of me. I I need your touch so much. I, even I rhymed more than this guy. He rhymes sometimes. Yeah, like, awkwardly and without purpose. And and that's how that's how I I can explain all of these poems. They are awkward and without purpose. <laughs> and the, it's just I mean I honestly think that what he should have done is taken this mountain of prose that he had written and actually read it over and distilled it into a few good poems because I think that's possible. There were. Maybe two or three lines that I were like, 
that wasn't too bad. Or like, I kind of, you know, I understood what he was getting at, even if I think that it's all pretty shallow and kind of comes from a sort of shitty place. Like, there, there's definitely an undertone of like slut shaming and, uh, you know, uh, every every man needs a woman, every woman Caring needs a man. Carrying yourself with like, dignity and modesty like a proper woman. Exactly. And very, very like heterosexual, classic sort of uh, white Western gender roles sort of shit. Like, um, you know, so there, it's not great, uh, but there were some moments where I was like, okay, I understand that you're trying to describe being in love, and that's a really hard thing to describe. So, like, I get it. I get where you're going with this. Like, some of them, there's, some of the more simple ones, you know. Um, there's well, a lot they, of times where he straight up says, like, I have not the words to describe my feelings. I'm like, dog, isn't that the whole thing we're here about? Oh, like, yeah. You're I made the, the guy same, with the words, yep, right? I that's, made the same note. Um, so, let me... <sighs> I'm going to read, uh, this is, I think this might be my last selection. Wait, no, hold on, Paris. He's, he's taking an H.P. Lovecraft approach to love because he's an indescribable cosmic horror. <laughs> yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, H.P. Uh, Lovecraft was reborn in uh, Dean Jean-Pierre. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to read So Amazing. Okay. And I cannot believe that every time we make love, it only gets better as our journey to discover everything our bodies need to sustain. This passion feeds us with an energy only true love can create. It's so amazing to find someone who innately knows what will bring me pleasure with just a touch, driving me to the brink of ecstasy, and the next kiss sends me over the edge, and I am falling hard, loving harder than ever before in this life, and I put myself in your hands, knowing that I have abandoned all need for control, submitting to the pleasures your love will bring. You will be there to catch me when I fall. No other arms can catch me now. Loving like this is so amazing, and I cannot fully explain just how wondrously vandross it feels to be flying <laughs> the view from up here is so beautiful fear of the unknown no longer paralyzes my heart knowing that you are so- my soft place to land set me free to enjoy this love that's so amazing Six eleven oh seven two forty five p.m uh just that's how it. wonderfully vandross it feels to be flying i choked on ice cream it was yep it says just how wondrously and then in quotes vandross and end quote it feels to be flying like no that's awkward as fuck why would you say that there's a lot of awkward phrasing like there's weird grammatical stumbles like tenses not agreeing a lot of the time yeah yeah there's oh yeah there's a lot of uh tense issues spelling issues oh you found a really good spelling error do you want to read do you want to read that line that that's in uh, I'm kind of, I can't like pinpoint it right now, but there was one part, I think I know what you're talking about. It, the intimate. One that says, we don't have to be physical to be intimidate. <laughs> Instead of intimate. Oh God. Yeah. I can I mean, intimidate you with my, just my looks and my brains. Yeah, dude. Nobody looked at these to make sure they weren't fucked up. Uh, so there's some still good titles in here. Uh, there was one that was one of my favorite titles, obviously, because I feel like he finally realized what he was doing here because it's titled A Heartfelt Apology to All Women. <laughs> oh, I, I, that's what the title of this should have been. This whole book should have been yeah. A Heartfelt Apology to All Women. That I'm was my alternate this. title. I'm, you stole my thunder. Yeah, that was my alternate sorry. title that I found because the title of this woman worship is the title of the last poem in this collection. And I found the poem A Heartfelt Apology apology to all women and i was like oh that this should have been the fucking title of this collection of garbage Ugh. um so all right so like we've said before you know we're kind of not really into like romance and lovey-dovey stuff but um one of my favorite poets is pablo neruda uh if anyone has ever heard of him he was a uh, chilean poet um and 
I, he actually has some love poems that I really think are good, and I just wanted to read one or two as like a comparison. Yeah, let's um, cleanse the palate. Here. So they were. So the only problem is like they were originally written in Spanish. I can't speak Spanish. I feel like if I try to read it in Spanish, it's going to be horrible, uh, because I I just have no ability to pronounce the, like the fucking shit correctly. So I'm gonna read the English translation. Uh, but I just want to give an example of like poetry that I think is good, like another love poem that I think is good. Yeah. Uh, so this one is called "So That You Will Hear Me." So that you will hear me, my words sometimes grow thin as the tracks of the gulls on the beaches. Necklace, drunken bell, for your hands smooth as grapes. And I watch my words from a long way off. They are more yours than mine. They climb on my old suffering like ivy. It climbs the same way on damp walls. You are to blame for this cruel sport. They are fleeing from my dark lair. You feel everything. You feel everything. Before you, they peopled the solitude that you occupy, and they are more used to my sadness than you are. Now I want them to say what I want to say to you to make you hear as I want you to hear me. The wind of anguish still hauls on them as usual. Sometimes hurricanes of dreams still knock them over. You listen to other voices in my painful voice. Lament of old mouths, blood of old supplications. Love me, companion. Don't forsake me. Follow me. Follow me, companion, on this wave of anguish. But my words become stained with your love. You occupy everything. You occupy everything. I am making them into an endless necklace for your white hands, smooth as grapes. So, yeah. Yeah, there's some good imagery there, and I'm sure while some of like the meter and feel of it was lost in translation, yeah, yeah, there's that's some the thing. interesting connections to be made. That's poetry, you guys. Yeah, like it's like, basically the better version of what this book. Yeah, was. Th- and that's what I mean. Like, I I remember getting this. Uh, so that it's from a collection called Twenty Love Poems and a Song of Despair. Uh, I highly recommend you pick this up. It's real short. You know, it's fucking poems. Uh, this version, uh, I think, has a little introduction by uh, Christina Garcia, and there are Pablo Picasso illustrations in it as well. So it's like a really great little um, little thing full of good art. Um, and yeah, I I was never into love poems, and then I I got this as a gift. Like uh, one of my friends gave it to me like randomly, and I was like wow, this is actually really good. Like, so it's very possible to write good love poetry and good poetry in general. Um, We're not complete haters of poetry. uh, No, no. no. (laughs) When you do it like this, it's... Yeah, when you you just trot out the same tired old mare, like, I mean, it's just not... (laughs) It's not she ain't fun. what she used to be, Paris. <laughs> she ain't what she used to be. Yeah. Simpsons. Um, yeah, so that's that. I'm not sure uh, if we have much else to say well, about you, this. I, you know, I, I haven't read a lot of love poetry or, or anything like that before Paris, but um, I, I did try my hand at writing some after reading this book and being inspired, you see, um, because there, there's a thing that I love very, very much. And I felt like I could try to, you know, learn from Dean Jean-Pierre, copy his style a little bit, and write something uh, that expresses my, my love. Okay, all right. Um, It's about ramen. And uh, well, I, that, I, that makes a lot of sense. It's called Perfect. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. You are perfect, I think to myself, as I behold your delicious features. Your intoxicating smell and high fat content seduce my senses until I can think of nothing else but filling myself with your goodness. You deserve someone that appreciates all of you and does not stop when they've only done a good job, but sees all of you into the very depths of your bowl. 
Someone to share your dreams with, even after all your noodles have been slurped. The end. <laughs> that was actually that was actually like a lot better than I was expecting. <laughs> I'm, I'm not to be I'm not being mean. I just like I thought you were gonna do something like really dumb, but you actually tried and it was actually kind of good. Um, I think I the, tried to make it dumb though. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to explain like what some of that means. You should talk about you, May. There's a rest of a ramen restaurant I love very much that they, all they serve is big giant bowls of pork ramen that are huge. You get graded on your progress at the end. Um, you, you can, can only pay cash. There is only pork ramen. Uh, and yeah. you share your dreams when you're done because yep. the you'll, if you can finish the huge bowl of ramen, you can definitely achieve your dreams. And they grade you at the end, which is they you know, perfect is finishing everything. A good job is finishing all the solids and almost is you know not really doing much at all and next time is like you barely touched it so there's a grading system i there was a little bit of layer of metaphor to this poem there so yeah i guess um, guys, you guys can appreciate that now and you may well katari what does that mean and uh, uh talk about your dreams talk about your dreams yeah yeah in japanese yes yeah indeed. okay okay sorry i'm not good with uh east asian languages at all or asian languages at all in general um yeah, and so so anyway, even if you put uh, five minutes of effort into a poem about ramen, it can be better than this book. So yeah, uh, that's a thing. Thanks, Chris, uh, for sharing your ramen It was 15 minutes of effort, <laughs> Oh, okay. Please. So I, I was actually going to try to find um, some shitty old poems that I wrote as a teenager because I figured they were probably going to be pretty cringy at this point, but I don't have them anymore, which is probably a good thing. I uh, looked. Fooey. I know. I was I was sort of hoping to find them, but also sort of not hoping to find them. So I'm content. <laughs> I'm content with either outcome. This Leaving is fine. that mystery. Yeah. Out there. Well, there was the reason that I had a bunch of them was because uh, in high one of my high school like AP English classes, I think, or maybe just regular English. No, yeah, it was a regular English class. Our teacher was like, "Oh, if you want extra credit, just write poems and bring them in." So like. I did, and I got a shit ton of extra credit, and literally no one else did it. And I was like, why? This is the easiest thing in the world. She's not even grading them based on how good they are, just that you were like, here, I wrote words on a paper, take this. Um, and so I got like an incredible grade in that class because I just turned <laughs> in a million shitty poems. Um, but I, I, I thought I still had them somewhere, but I checked like my external hard drive with all my old shit on it and I didn't find them. And I tried to find my old, online, my old online journal of when I was like 15, but that site doesn't even exist anymore. Like you can't even find it on like, uh, what is that? Like internet time machine or what? What I forget yeah. what it's called. Wayback yeah. machine. Yeah. The Wayback machine. Yeah. You can't even find it there. So like it's, it's I'm... all lost to time and that's probably the best for my reputation as an adult. I'm very, yeah, I'm very glad some of the uh, shorter stories I've wrote as a teenager are lost to the sands of time forever as well, because that shit is atrocious. So yeah, yeah, we're not clean of this. We we've done it too. It's just that we've destroyed all evidence because we realized what what we didn't publish it. Yeah, we well we didn't publish it, and we also I mean I don't know about you, but I certainly never thought anything I did was that very good. So I man, yeah, not really. I've only just started to appreciate myself as a musician, and that's after like two decades of yeah, really practice. God, I don't even I don't really even think I'm that good of a musician. So there's that. I mean, but that's just my personality. I I think that like everything I do is fucking trash. So. 
you know, uh, <laughs> like, I mean, look at this podcast. Terrible book club, right? Yeah. Like, here's where we wrap Full it up for the episode, I guess. Um, <laughs> Thank you, patrons, for contributing yeah. your money to a podcast that Paris doesn't even like. No, no, no. I actually, I very much enjoyed doing this. It's very fun. And it keeps yeah. the existential dread at bay, along yeah. with uh, being in bands, going to the gym, reading, and uh, having a meaningful job. So, and food, uh, dogs. Uh, yeah. So, oh, um, yeah. So, learn, that, that's good. A positive button at the end of this show. That not everything in life is that terrible. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, bowls of ramen. Uh, bowls of ramen exactly. are a reason to live another day. Uh, so real quick before we go, uh, we are going to do another episode of the Sort of Truth series for the Patreon. So if you want to give us four bucks, uh, you can watch us. You can watch and listen to us watching uh, the Sort of Truth TV series, which is fucking awful. Uh, we read the first and second books for the show. So episode three was Wizard's First Rule. Episode 22 was uh, Stone of Tears. Uh, yep. They are by Terry Goodkind, and they are uh, fantasy bullshit at its finest. And the show is even worse than the books, if you can imagine that. So uh, they, we've already... They have, like, filler episodes. Like, you needed to add anything. Yeah, it's very strange. It becomes a procedural uh, by the third episode. We've uh, We've released three episodes on the patreon the first two are packaged together uh we're pr i don't know if we're gonna do a fourth right now it depends on how hot we are at the end of this uh ac has been off for almost an hour now uh time is time i think i might have end. to wait for a later day, yeah Paris, um but it's, it's gonna happen don't worry but hey at least the fireworks stopped while we were recording because uh sure uh, right before we were about to record, I was like, well, my AC is really loud, and now there are fireworks, <laughs> but they are gone, so. Sweating for your Patreon I mean, dollars, I'm Patreon literally dollars. wearing a bathing suit. Thank you I'm wearing a to our pa <laughs> patrons, Dari and Greg. Yes, thanks, Dari and Greg. Uh, hopefully we can add uh, more patrons to our ranks uh, by the next episode. I feel like I had, oh, that's right, I promised everyone uh, that I would tell them if wind was Satan in, um, in puritan times in new england uh and yes wind was satan in puritan times oh. in new england uh they thought that witches could control the weather and uh all the elements so yes something as simple as a breeze flickering torches could be a sign of witchcraft in a courtroom good to know so watch yeah. out for wind because satan's behind you this has been <laughs> terrible book club <laughs> yep uh thanks for suffering with us once again we'll uh, see you next time bye paris bye Christine.